When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. All right, tomorrow this show will be live from Claire Drake Arena. Golden Bears playing UBC in Canada West hockey action. Whenever we update the score for that game or any other one on this show, it's provided by Cougar Paint Collision, our family helping your family for 40 years. I am pleased to welcome to Inside Sports defenseman for the Golden Bears, all right, Aiden, put Aiden on. Aiden, how are you doing? It's Reed. Hi, I'm good. Yourself? Good. So my first question is, this is actually our first chance to talk. I've been saying your name on air. I don't know if I've been saying it properly. What's the proper pronunciation? <laughs> it's uh, Aiden Delagorjandier. Gorjandier. Okay. Yeah. Gorjandier. Okay. I've been saying Gorgendier, I think. So Gorgendier. All right. What? What? That's a, that's a fun name to say. First of all, what's the what's the family history with the name? Um, it's uh, it's French, so I think it's uh, my dad's side uh, a couple generations back. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty unique name, and I find it kind of funny when uh, when I'm in away at buildings and announcers try to pronounce my name. I find it uh, <laughs> get a good kick out of that. Well, that's. That's that's a good point. Uh, usually, and I've been in that situation as a PA announcer or doing play-by-play um, for university. I used to do a lot of university basketball games, and I would, usually there'd be an assistant coach for the visiting team that would tell me the pronunciations. But sometimes you wouldn't have time to ask, or they wouldn't have time to yeah. talk to you. What's the what's the funniest or worst pronunciation you've heard? Oh, I remember uh, this past year, I guess last year um, when I was playing in Saskatoon, uh, I think we were on our BC road trip and I can't remember if it was in Kelowna or Prince George, but um, I remember they announced my name and it's like Aiden and then they just said Della and then that was it. So it was kind of, it was kind of funny, but uh, yeah, I got a good chuckle when, when they try to stutter over my last name, but I thought that one was pretty funny when they just said Aiden Della. So what's on the back of your jersey? Uh, Della Gorgondier, the whole thing. So, okay, so do you have a middle name? <laughs> I do. I sure do. It's Thomas. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Gorgondier. That's where, that's yeah. how I got to say it. All right. I will. I might say it a few times just to burn it into my brain because I was mispronouncing it throughout the afternoon. But that's okay. Well, thanks for hopping onto the show. That that's a that's a, a, a fun part about you. And uh, tell me about joining uh, joining the Golden Bears here for the second semester. How did it all play out for you? Yeah, so uh, after last year, I uh, really wanted to give pro a, pro a shot, and um, I uh, went to Colorado's camp, um, then went to Milwaukee's camp, and then ultimately ended up down in um, the East Coast League in Atlanta. Um, it's uh, yeah, it was a quite experience for me. Um, I, I did learn a lot and, and had a lot of fun down there, but at the same time. Uh, I gotta kind of look out for for what's best for me in the in the long run. Um, so, obviously, playing in the Western League with the uh, with the scholarship program there, it's uh, it's pretty hard not to take that not to take that up. Um, 
but uh, saying that, obviously, I, I do want to go play pro again um, after I'm after I'm done here. That's been a goal of mine forever, and um, playing pro hockey is definitely a, an objective for me. So um, yeah, it's been it's been awesome ever since I've been here. I, I got here just before Christmas, um, late November. So just uh, kind of practicing before Christmas there, and then um, obviously after Christmas, being able to play. It's been uh, it's been awesome. Practices are awesome. Um, the guys and coaches and and everyone have. Uh, welcome me with open arms so i'm very grateful for to be here how do you compare and, and i know it's only been a half dozen games but but how do you compare canada west to the dub and even the echl for that matter yeah it's it's pretty crazy how good the hockey is um i kind of didn't expect it to be at the level that that we do play at um it's uh i'd say it's basically the whl except you're playing against 24 25 year olds right so um the speed's a little bit quicker and you're playing against men so um and comparing it to the coast i'd say it's probably just just as good um it's uh yeah it's a great great hockey league it's a great development league and um i i know the rep of the rep of it hasn't hasn't been like that um so hopefully the hopefully people start to notice that i guess okay um did tell me a little bit about uh, when you played for the Blades. Were, were you on? Were you so? Was that last year? You guys fell behind the Pats two nothing in the first round, won the series, and then came back from three nothing down against Red Deer. Was that last yeah. year? Wow. Yeah. T- tell me about those comebacks. Like that's remarkable. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Obviously, uh, we had we had, a, we had a really good team last year. Um, our team was really close and. Um, going into playoffs we knew we were going to be facing um Bedard and, and the Pats there so um obviously there a little bit of nerves going into that one um just with the hype around him and um him coming and uh, basically any rink in the WHL and selling it out so that was a pretty cool experience like we were playing in Sastel Center in front of 16,000 every night and um in Regina they sold that place out too so um obviously going down to nothing wasn't <laughs> at home wasn't the wasn't the ideal way of starting a series, but um, I guess we just kind of stuck with it and and uh, came back. I guess so. That was that was pretty cool. And then um, the Red Deer series, I think, was almost was almost uh, specialer. I guess um, just because of how how we we went down three zero and then um, I guess took it took it one game at a time and battled our way back. And in that game seven um, against Red Deer, it was, it was really cool just to see probably had 11,000 people there and um, they're all cheering for the blades instead of half the crowd cheering for Bedard and half the crowd cheering for the blades. But <laughs> right. uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a really cool experience. I don't think I'll ever forget that. And um, just the guys on the team as well. So it was a pretty memorable year. What was it like playing against Bedard? Cause I'm sure you must've played him dozens of times. Well, maybe yeah. a couple dozen in the regular season too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've seen a lot of them. Um, obviously uh everyone's seen it now so he's uh yeah he's one of the best hockey players i think in the world um he's obviously going to do some pretty pretty special things uh playing for the blackhawks and stuff but um yeah just as i think what separates him the most is um the way he the way he sees the game and his shot um there's a couple plays that he made and i was going over video with the coaches after during our playoffs and i'm just like i don't even know what to do there you can't really do much there it's just just a very special player and obviously a shot too um just can get the puck off in any kind of any type of position um whether that's through you or around you or or whatever but 
yeah, he's uh, he's a pretty special special player, and um, yeah. All right, and then so games tomorrow, seven o'clock, Friday and Saturday, uh, Claire Drake Arena, Golden Bears against UBC. Um, I, I mean, obviously, you, I, I know you grew up in BC, but just you know the the Bears program. Now that you're actually here, you're in Claire Drake Arena. Have you had a chance to soak it all in? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think our, our last series, our last couple weekends ago, we played Calgary. Um, obviously, it wasn't the result we wanted, losing five nothing, but. Um, the crowd was there. It was it was awesome. It was a pretty cool vibe, um, especially with our student section and and um, also the fans, I guess. But um, yeah, hopefully this weekend we can we can have a better weekend and find a way to come out with two wins. All right, Aiden de la Gorjandier, pretty good, or do I need to get better? No, that's perfect. Okay, well I look forward to seeing you play tomorrow because uh, I'm going to be doing this show from Claire Drake Arena during the start of the game. So thank you very much for uh, hopping on the show, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. All the best this weekend. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you there. Okay, man. Yeah, good interview. Uh, really exciting player for the Golden Bears to add. Already has uh, four assists in six games with the Golden Bears. Uh, left shot defenseman at Langley, BC. He will turn 22 on February 22nd. That is Aiden de la Gorjandier. I think I got that right. Uh, so we'll be uh, seeing him in person tomorrow night at Claire Drake Arena. We're going to call a quick uh, timeout here. I got a guy we may not have in the sh- on the show anymore after this next segment. It's Inside Sports on Chet. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. All right, we got uh, Andrew Peart, Oil Kings play-by-play voice on the line. Uh, Andrew, good to talk to you. How are you doing? Doing well, Reed. How are you? I'm doing great. Just had Aiden de la Gorjandier on the show, who, of course, you would Well, he told me how to say it live. Uh, So you already knew that from calling uh, games in the dub. Uh, Most difficult or interesting name you had to call during your years uh, in the Oil Kings booth? Well, Mr. Delagrejandier is certainly up there, but uh, after you got to do it a few times, it actually flows quite nicely off the tongue. I actually enjoyed when we could play them and uh, getting to say his name. But, yeah, there's there's a lot. I mean, you know, it's usually the, the import players that come over. Like, I think of a Vladislav Yeremenko from... Uh, Calgary, not because it's a hard name to pronounce, but it just it didn't phonetically the way it was laid out seem like that's how you would say it. But the one that has tripped me up for these last two years has been the most basic name of all. It's a young man down in Red Deer. His name is Dwayne Gene Jr. The junior on the end had really thrown me. I'd never had to do that before, and this year I even I still struggled with it. Just the the way it uh, the way it runs, it's uh, it's it's eaten me up a few times this season. Dwayne Gene, so Gene Junior is when he has the puck. That's what you call then. 
Yeah, yeah. I try and always, and for whatever reason, when it's a guy like that or a Trey Fix Wolanski or an Aiden Delagrigandier, when they've got you know multiple syllables in their name or a hyphen, I I like to say the full name because it it really uh, runs off the tongue nicely. But Dwayne Jean Jr. has uh, has proven tricky to, to me this year. Maybe that's why it's time to get out. Okay. Well, and that's uh, <laughs> that's the the thing here. So to, to, tomorrow is the last Oil Kings game you're doing. Uh, yeah, I'll come down on Sunday and, and help out doing color with uh, with Dave Dawson, uh, very veteran play-by-play man who's going to do an excellent job and just make sure he's good to rock and roll for, for that game and, and the upcoming road trip. But, uh, yeah, tomorrow will be the last one. And how come? Uh, well, just uh, an opportunity came up to, to work with the Edmonton Oilers that I uh, just certainly couldn't pass up, and it's sort of what I felt was the next uh, step in my career. That was the, the right thing to do, and uh, really looking forward to that opportunity, and uh, it's going to be uh, a lot of fun, and you know, trying to now delve into uh, a whole new team and league and, and trying to get everything you know into my brain as, as quickly as possible for that. Well, g- congratulations, and of course, I'll, I, we'll probably see each other more in person now that you're going to be doing some Oilers uh, media relations type stuff, so uh, and, and a nice step for you as well. I, w- I will miss talking Oil Kings with you. How, how many years did you do the Oil Kings? Uh, six seasons. This wow. was my, my sixth year, and that included that little sort of 23-game uh, COVID season that we had, but uh, it flew by quickly. I'll say that much. It didn't seem like it was that long ago that I was sitting in the offices over at uh, the former 1260 getting told by uh, Mr. Vavrick and Mr. Jamison that I was going to get this opportunity and uh, you know it's something that I've never forgotten and it's something uh, a reason why uh, those two men are someone that uh, I'll never forget as well. Uh, Well and you got to call a championship team and let's face it Andrew if not for COVID that could have been three WHL championship teams probably like I I know I'm being a cocky homer here but probably at least another one Uh, Oh at least two Yeah yeah, so but I, I mean it's easy to say well that you know sometimes um uh you know listeners or, or viewers might say well you know covering those teams must have been been a highlight but i know from doing the job sometimes you have other personal successes or great moments but having said that it's pretty cool to call play by play for a championship yeah. team like that's got to be if not the top memory of the six years right up there oh yeah when the, the clock was counting down uh, in game six against seattle i mean it's it, it gave me goosebumps just to to, to be a part of that and uh, you know it's something that will, will stick with me for the rest of my life and just the the players on that team to get to say I got to do play-by-play of that. You look at what Jake Neighbors is doing this year in the National Hockey League. What Caden Gooley's been doing for a year and a half now already, and you know, it looks like Dylan Gunther has has arrived in Arizona, and you know, Justin Sordiff and Sebastian Kosa, and you know, you go down the list, a guy like Luke Prokop. Those guys are going to push their way into to being NHL players at some point. So you know, that's that's something that uh, I'll never forget, and, and obviously something that sticks with me for sure. Uh, well, and I got to ask you about this guy too, uh, Trey Fix Wolanski. Um, he was a great interview, by the way. He still comes on the show once a year, usually in the summer. Awesome. And, and like a special player who was on some teams that were maybe weren't great yet, but I sort of think he was a, a foundation for the teams that went on to become championship caliber. He was the catalyst for what became a, a championship culture in the Edmonton Oil Kings dressing room. Um, and, you know, I think about my first year here, the, that team went from being in last place to getting to the Eastern Conference. And it's a lot of the reason was because Trey Fix Wolanski dragged that team through 68 games and through two rounds of playoffs. Um, he will, I, I don't know how you'll ever rate who was the best player to ever play for the Edmonton Oil Kings. But the one thing that I think will be unquestioned for a very long time, if not forever, is Trey Fix-Wolanski is the most electrifying player 
to ever come through this organization and, and maybe the Western Hockey League, quite honestly, apart from, you know, that Connor Bedard guy. But the way that Trey could, could play the game with skill, speed, pace, energy, physicality, all packed into a five foot six frame, um, it was it was amazing to watch. And uh, without question, one of my most favorite players to watch. And uh, like I said, uh, saying Trey Fitzwilliamski was always fun to do as well. Okay. I, I know you probably don't want to talk about yourself and your own career anymore. So I'll say congratulations and with you that wish you the best with the Oilers and a fun game tomorrow night. Uh, you know, this year's edition of the team, th- there have been some great moments. I mean, some great moments along the way. Um, obviously, though, I-, I guess playoffs probably still a-, a long shot. So what do you what do you hope the Oil Kings can show here in sort of the final th- third-ish of the season? Well, I, I think for them, it's it's taken a run at that final playoff spot. Like you mentioned, it's going to be tough to get there. Obviously, the the, the, the hole they've dug is, is fairly deep, but I think for this team, uh, the number one thing is to be playing meaningful games as we get into late February and, and into March, and I think they're setting themselves up to do it. You look at their last 16 games, they are 8-7-1. and one. That's a 500 hockey team. That's a playoff team in the Western Hockey League. Unfortunately, you know, just you know, a rash of injuries early on in the, in the season to, to some key guys really sort of put Edmonton behind the eight ball, but man, this team, it's coming. It's coming and it's coming fast. Uh, you know, Gavin Hodnett, he's emerging as a star. Adam Yeko's not going to be too far behind and Grayson Sochin has come in and been unbelievable. And then you look at the back end with with guys like Reese Peterson and, and Blake Fiddler and Parker Alcos. Um, there, there's a really, really good foundation here and I think for them, uh, it's just a matter of gaining more experience and, and playing in tight hockey games here down the stretch and if they're able to do that, that's going to set them up huge for next year because I can guarantee you they're going to be in the playoffs next season and uh, how far they go will be um, you know up to them at that point but uh, no this is a team that is uh, bubbling right now on the on the verge of, of taking that next step in the, the WHL cycle that's for sure okay right on well uh, Andrew I, I, I think in your the role you're going to be in with the Oilers you will not be doing radio interviews <laughs> so, <laughs> no, so no. <laughs> uh, you, you've been uh, you know you've been a great guest on this show and you've been great at uh, giving in Inside sports access to to players and and allowing Dave and I to tell their stories as well, which we've really enjoyed. So thank you for all that, and I'll be seeing you around the rink. Absolutely, and you made it very easy to do that. And I always appreciate the work that you've done covering this hockey club. Right on. That is Andrew Peer checking in tonight. Uh, last game as the play-by-play voice of the Oil Kings coming up uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, uh, as they will be taking on the Calgary Hitmen 7 p.m. at Rogers Place. Always enjoy talking to Andrew, absolutely. And uh, Aiden de la Gorgondiere. I'm going to see him at Claire Drake, <laughs> Claire Drake Arena tomorrow night. All right, that was a fun show. Lawal uh, Uguak, now a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, grad of uh, Harry Ainley, as he was telling you about, and won the Great Cup with Montreal in November. He was on the show, too. Kelly, is there any, any quick message or two we can slide in for people, or do we not have time? Uh, nope. Uh, you know what? I am going to box these and save them for tomorrow, and then we'll talk okay. about them if you got well, some we'll time. We'll try to tonight. get to it. I don't even know who we're going to have on the show tomorrow. There we go. Arena, so I'll be in a very good mood. But I so, will box them up, yes. Yes, uh, save, save the best ones for sure. Absolutely. All right. Uh, what else do we got? That's it. We got to go. Thanks to Dave Campbell, the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. So remember, Bob at 5 tomorrow, me at 7, both live from Claire Drake. So uh, come say hi if you see us there. It's going to be a good game between the Golden Bears and UBC. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening.